Thank you for tuning in to the Men of Iron podcast. My name is Jeff Reimold. I have the privilege to lead the Men of Iron team here at our headquarters in Mannheim, PA as the chief executive mentor. I feel blessed to have the opportunity to hang out with you guys these next few episodes. But before we get started, I just want to take a second to give Travis Albanacious a quick shout out. He's our iron rep in the Outer Banks area, and last week he stepped in last minute and did a great job teeing me up for this deeper dive into mentorships. If you missed it, make sure you go back and check that out. Here at Men of Iron, mentorships are at the summit of the mountain journey where we have the greatest level of commitment and accountability. Over these next few episodes, we're going to spend some time digging into some of the monumental mentorship stories that had a major impact in my life and discuss key characteristics that we can incorporate into our mentoring relationships. You might ask yourself, why does Men of Iron place such a high value on our year-long mentorship programs? And it's simple. Life is hard. And the enemy wants nothing more than to get us distracted from all we're called to be as men. When we go about our lives without intentionality or a growth mindset, the enemy's role to cause chaos in society is so much easier. Journeying through this life with another man who's a season or two farther down the road than you are is a critical element to intentionally getting better and having a more balanced, successful life. I personally am a firm believer that every man should be getting mentored and be mentoring someone else. We've seen too many good things happen from men investing their time and experience with other men not to, t- to make that a high priority. There are three things in my life that I can truly say have made me who I am. My relationship with God, my marriage to my amazing wife, and several key mentors that I've had over the years. I know I wouldn't be anywhere near the man I am today without them, and I'm just so grateful that they've been a part of my journey. Right after I graduated high school, I landed my first professional job working at a local bank. It was an amazing opportunity, and I was excited to start creating a better life for myself. I didn't have anyone like pouring into my life growing up, so I didn't understand the power of mentorship until I met my manager, Dennis. From the very first day I was there, he opened my eyes to some amazing things that I still vividly remember over 30 years later. One of the first few days I was there, though, I made a mistake that impacted most of the departments throughout the bank. I worked in the computer department where I had to input a bunch of data and let the computer system that was about the size of a small SUV, I kid you not, do the processing for all the day's transactions. After the processing was done, I would print out about two boxes worth of reports and pass them out to different departments around the corporate center. Unknowingly, I had mixed up a few of the numbers because I was trying to get the work done really fast to impress the management team. The next morning, a bunch of managers from around the different departments approached Dennis asking why the numbers were wrong. This was a major fail on my part. Here I was, this young new guy out passing out incorrect reports to bankers trying to make business critical decisions with that data. Not only that, but there was a bunch of cleanup that the programming department had to do to correct the problems I had created because of all the mix up. I can clearly remember how Dennis approached me when I came into the office that next day though. He asked me to grab a seat and told me how upset everyone was because all the reports were were wrong 
and all the work that went into fixing the processing from the night before. My heart was racing and I was sure I was going to be fired. Instead, he did something for me that had never been done before. He started talking to me about how failures in life are the best opportunities for growth. He said that we all make mistakes and if we can just look at what happened objectively and try to learn from it, we'll continue to grow beyond our own expectations. At that point in my life, I wasn't serving the Lord, so I didn't understand this kind of grace and forgiveness. Dennis did love the Lord and it showed in his leadership style. This was my first exposure to someone investing in me to make me better because it was the right thing to do in their own eyes. I didn't deserve it, but it helped to start instilling in me the idea of growth mindset and that we can use every experience as a chance to get better. Over over the years that I worked with Dennis, he continued to feed into me and I'm forever grateful for that. That grace grace and forgiveness created a type of devotion to him that I really didn't understand. It was just so attractive and I really, really had this feeling of freedom. Fast forward a little over a decade to my next experience with a mentor that made a major impact on me. I was working at Sight and Sound Theaters and if you haven't heard of them or gone to see a show, you need to make that happen. They do an excellent job reenacting spiritual stories that make that really do make them come to life. To be honest, there are a thousand reasons why my time working there was special. But for the purpose of this podcast, I want to talk about the time that the organization engaged North Group consultants to assist in generational transitioning, leadership, and cultural development. I remember the first time we were having discussions about what leadership is supposed to be and how vital the culture of the organization is to the success of the mission. To this day, I have pages of notes from those discussions. It was during that time that I met Roger. He was a very engaging and wise consultant that seemed to have a formula for everything we needed to take sight and sound to the next level. I was on the management team there, so I was able to just sit back and learn from an expert on all things leadership in mostly group settings. One day, though, I was walking down the hall and ran into him, and he asked if I'd be available for lunch that next week. I figured it had something to do with my department, so I said sure, and we got it on the calendar. We met at Olive Garden, chit-chatted for a bit, and then he hit me with something that literally changed my life. He simply said, I see potential in you, but what do you want to do with it? I was speechless. I didn't know how to answer, and to be honest, I don't remember anything else he said that day. Sorry, Roger, if you're listening. Why did this have such a huge impact on me though? Well, growing up, more people in my life told me that I wouldn't amount to anything than anything else. Truth be told, with the path that I was on in those days, they pretty much were right. Thank God that he found me and rescued me so that the whole narrative could change though. I went home that evening and told Mary what Roger said to me and how it made me a little mad that I didn't know what I wanted to do with this quote-unquote potential that he was talking about. I'm a processor, so I thought and prayed about it for a few days and then it hit me. I wanted to be a person that could help people grow to their God-given potential. Unfortunately, I didn't know jack about jack. Thankfully, though, 
Roger gave me a number of books to read and taught me some valuable ways that I could improve as a leader over the next few years. All this started though because Roger saw something in me and asked me this simple right question. Roger was and is an expert. He spent a long time cultivating his experience, knowledge, and understanding for that expertise. He carried himself in a way that showed onlookers that he was an approachable resource. That was more than enough to inspire me to tap into that same formula for myself. Now, between these two quick glimpses into impactful mentorship moments, that I can pull four undeniable mentorship qualities. Dennis showed me grace and forgiveness that I had never experienced before. And Roger provided an awakening moment and a boatload of inspiration. As an action step for this episode, I'd like to encourage those who are mentoring a man to instill those four characteristics into your mentorship relationship. For those contemplating mentoring someone, write down grace, forgiveness, awakening moment, and inspiration, and pray about how God could use them through you to help another man. Next time, I'll share a couple more impactful mentorship stories in my life and pull out some more of these key components for a successful mentor-protege relationship. I hope, that, I hope that you were able to relate or pull some inspiration from this podcast. If you liked what you heard or think someone else would, please like and share. We put out a new podcast every Monday, but if you want to be reminded when new episodes are released, please subscribe. Because as an organization, we're trying to help men get back to the biblical standard of manhood and take part in the adventure that's right in front of them. Your help with liking, sharing, and subscribing really does help us with that mission. So until next time, I pray that God blesses you and that you take that action step to pray how God can use these characteristics in your mentor-protege relationships. Peace and God bless. (laughs) 